What's up, guys? It's Coach Bo. And Coach Jay. And we're back with the episode. I'm not sure you guys are actually ready to, to deal with it. Mm, they ain't ready. Uh, so we're going to talk about food, your goals, and family dynamics and how they all intertwine. Um, and how sometimes it can be difficult when you get around certain people, such as family or friends. And how hard it is to choose the right foods for you based on your goals and your life and your fitness and all that good stuff. Mm. That's a tough one. This is a this is a tough one, and it's it's not something that I think everybody thinks about. It's one that when you hear, you're like, oh, oh. But it's one that everyone. <laughs> Some self reflecting going on. <laughs> it's the one that everyone tends to blame their bad decisions on, though. Everybody comes to me and says, ah, this weekend I was with, I was with dad or I was Mm. with, I was with my two best friends. I was with my coworkers and uh, they tend to blame the people they are around for the reasons that they couldn't stay on track Mm -hmm. and they, they're good at the blame game. The blame game. So even for me, I've reflected a lot about, you know, the people I've been around, what my childhood was like with food and what it was like as far as like traditions with my family and holidays and all the things that come with being around people you grew up with or these environments that we create for ourselves that allow us not to stay on track. And I've reflected a lot about what my childhood was like. And, you know, I, I grew up around donuts on Sunday mornings. I grew up around, um, cheesecake uh on thursday nights just for no random reason and a lot of pastries and that's just i just have a sweet tooth my family has a sweet tooth um and that's just something that we did and it's something that i've had to deal with growing up and ever since i got out of college and put weight on and then had to take weight off because of habits that i've instilled since i was a little kid so uh, do you have any habits like that or yeah, for sure. I mine was sweets too. It was more like having candy around the house. Like my mom always had like a candy jar. Yeah. So <laughs> it was like one of those things you come home from school, you run it in the house, you know, you try to find a snack before like soccer practice or basketball, whatever, and just walk by the candy jar and just grab a handful of like M and M's or Skittles or whatever's in the candy jar that week. And then, um, so you know, around the holidays, we'll have you know little cups of like M&Ms, like, you know, the Easter egg M&Ms or, you know, Halloween candy and stuff like stuff. You just, you don't need out, you don't need candy. It's not a decoration, (laughs) but it's just there for the, the pleasure of it because it's a special time and all that. So that for sure, like if there's candy in the house, I'm like, I'm going to eat that candy. Like I can't have candy in the house. Yeah, I can't. Um, The other thing would be ice cream. Uh, my family and I have a very close relationship. With ice cream. <laughs> we hold it very dear to our hearts. No, it's something that we would always have if something went well. So if you had, you know, a good soccer game or mm-hmm. if you scored or had a good, ter- good, good basketball tournament, uh, we'd stop and get ice cream. Or even if you had a bad basketball tournament, we would still get ice cream. <laughs> like, right. It was just something that we did as a family. So it's funny now I try to use that as something that I reward myself with with certain occasions. So, and just thinking about this off the top of my head, the first time I did a a 24 hour fast, I think this was, yeah, you're fine. I think this was, uh, like two years ago, I tried to do a 24 hour fast for the first time. 
And I knew right when I started that fast that the first thing I was going to eat that night was ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) I had like planned it out like the whole day. And like, I just kept like motivating myself, like get through this that fast, get through it. You can do it. Stay strong. I remember Bailey even having like Chipotle in front of me, like during the day for lunch. And I was like staring at it. I was like, oh my gosh, looks so good. No, I'm going to wait for my ice cream. And it was something that I used to reward myself um, for getting through that part of the, of the, like a challenge or something. Yeah. It's funny. It's funny that you say that because you said as a kid, you would get ice cream if you did really good yeah. and you get, <laughs> you get ice cream if you did not so great and you wanted to feel better. Yeah. Like, let's be real. Like it was, it was, yeah, either way. I'm getting ice cream. We were getting ice cream either way. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and it's funny because I still, I feel like people tend to do that, right? You, something really great happened in your day, right? You got a promotion, you had a birthday, you had a, something nice happened to you. Mm-hmm. What do we do? We celebrate. It's time for me to celebrate. I had a great Friday. It's the weekend. Whatever it is, you tend, and if it's not ice cream, it's margarita. If it's not a margarita, it's a candy bar or something something nice for lunch, right? Mm-hmm. And if we had a bad day, ah, boss yelled at me. I'm going to go and treat myself and help myself feel better. So I'm going to stop and get uh, a milkshake on the way home. Oh, I'm a little tired. Maybe I need to pick me up. <laughs> I'm going to go get me a Route 44 <laughs> of Coke, right? It's a... Uh, and it becomes this like, no matter what, you are like rewarding yourself for good and bad. So now you are just stacking your reward system. Like when something bad happens, this is what I go do. When mm-hmm. something good happens, this is what I go do. And then what happens is you somehow tend to only feel pleasure from food because that's all you do to feel, make yourself feel better. Or when you do feel good, you stack on top of it and say, I'm going to go get some Pazuki tonight mm-hmm. because it's nice and it's Saturday and right. And so true. So we tend to, we tend to lose other things that are rewarding for us, you know, like conversation or friendship or um, just having time or time to ourself or a good book or I don't know anything or walk, right? We tend to reward ourselves with food and it can get, you can get yourself caught in a trap if you do that. Right. Um, so I just think it's interesting. He said, like, as a kid, you just like, either way we get an ice cream. Either way. Yeah. And it's something you have to like learn to not do. Well, it's something I think, I think the biggest thing for me was when I actually became aware of it, yeah, I was I was able to think about it in a different way, and the awareness is is everything. It's everything yeah. with everything. <laughs> like you have to you have to understand and ask yourself why. First, ask yourself why are you doing these things. Yeah, and then you really need to take time to reflect about like, okay, why do I feel like the need to always get ice cream when something bad happens or like the good, like when something good happens, why do I always feel like I need to reward myself with ice cream or with, you know, a donut or something like, yeah. And you got to dig for it. You got to take time for yourself and you got to like 
be alone, think about this, like reflect back <laughs> yeah, on your dude, childhood, yeah. you know, and that's, that's a lot about what we talk about even with clients now is think back to when, you know, you were younger or what did you learn as a kid or what was like instilled in you? Like when something good would happen or something bad would happen, what would you do? Like yeah. or the people around you, how would they make you feel better? Yeah. And yeah, it, it takes time. It and, does. And sometimes it's things that you wouldn't even expect that would make you more self-aware. Like we were going through pictures or home videos or something of ourselves as a kid. And, you know, today everything's so fast paced. You're, you're obviously getting information all the time. Work is always crazy. You got to keep up with social. All this stuff is going on. Everything's so fast that you forget that even 15 years ago you were you could have been quite different or you had all these experiences that you may have forgotten about. Uh, we were watching some home video of us in Easter when we lived in Seattle or something. And just remembering those times that you tend to forget and how much they actually instill on in your personality and how you take action today and you know, what you do on a day-to-day -day basis is based off all these experiences that I had that I just don't even remember anymore. Mm -hmm. So it's not like something you can just be like, oh yeah, <laughs> like in, in three minutes be like, oh yeah, I get why I have all these weird habits that are maybe not the most positive for me when it comes to my health. Mm -hmm. um, it takes time. You got to think about it. You got to dig. <laughs> you got to fight for them. So mm -hmm. it's not something we, ex I guess, segue into that. Like, how do you come to deal with like some of these habits? Like how, how did you figure out like, man, these are some of the things that I do. And now I got to start asking myself why I do these things. You know what I mean? Like, how do you reflect on that? Well, I think like the first thing I said, the first thing is awareness, right? Like yeah. you have to become aware of it. Take the time, figure out why you do things. Ask yourself the question. Like that's the, but how part. do you do that? How do I do that? How do so, you do that? Like the process of like how my mind yeah. goes about that. Yeah. I think, First, if it's I'm, not fair because you've been through it. It's like you think about fitness and health and nutrition every yeah. day. So you're obviously it's, asking it's, these questions way more often than the average person would be. And it's funny because every time I sit down with a client, it's almost like a self-check for myself. Like, are you eating a vegetable day? Are you eating, dr drinking no yeah. water, right? So it's kind of like, okay, every time I remind a client, I'm also reminding myself, Loki. Uh, but I guess the – so I'll just take you kind of through like when I started – really thinking about this, we were doing, uh, like mindset seminars and we were doing weekly nutritional coaching with the clients at the gym. This was about a year ago. No, it was probably about a year and a half, two years ago. We really started like sitting down, like, you know, once or twice every week with, you know, a group of clients and going through, like we had made like a slideshow and everything. And one week was solely about this topic. It was solely about like reflecting on what you were like. And we would send our clients home actually with homework, thinking about these types of questions. But to be prepared for that week, we would give our own kind of testimony of to like what this was like for us. So yeah. I guess that was really the first time I really started thinking about this for myself. And I was almost forced into the situation of like, okay, Jay, you have to be prepared <laughs> to sit down and talk with these people about this. And you have to give them like an inside look at what it was like for you. So you're really going to have to reflect on this so yeah. that you can kind of give them like an example. And that was the first time I really sat down and started thinking like, okay, what happened as a kid where first I 
what's something I enjoyed as a kid? Something I enjoyed and still enjoy today <laughs> is ice cream, right? And one of the things I use to reward myself, like I gave the example earlier, is with ice cream. So I started asking myself, when did that happen as a kid? Like, when were the times that we were going to get ice cream? It was honestly, it was usually after like a sports game or an event. If we weren't going out to eat with like our family, like, you know, going to, you know, grab some food or something somewhere, it was, you know, we're probably going to go get ice cream. And there were so many different ice cream shops, like in the summertime and like traveling for tournaments and stuff. It was always something that we always looked forward to and like did together. So I guess that's kind of like where it all started. Just sitting down and taking the time of like, what do I actually like? Yeah, I mean, it was why do I like these things? Like I sat down with a journal. Yeah, like journaling, right? And literally wrote out why that was something and still is something that I enjoy. Yeah, yeah. I. uh, What about for you? For me, it's like journaling was a big one. Obviously, like just sitting there with my thoughts and thinking and writing it out. But the other one was like goal setting for myself, like. or looking I would say not maybe not goal setting but like looking at the things that give me the most trouble so what are the foods that give me the most trouble that I can't say (laughs) no to that I you know what I mean the ones that give me the the biggest the balls are the hardest ones to say no to and again it was always desserts and sweets and things like that that was always easy for me and I always wanted them and craved them Mm -hmm. so if, if I would say anything, it's think about the things that you struggle with the most, whether it's fast food, mm-hmm. um, whether it's sweets, whether it's sodas, whether it's alcohol, what are, and think about why the reasons that is. I'll never forget. I had a client who parents got a divorce and at a younger age, probably like nine or 10. And obviously they were separated. So the mom wanted them to feel close and have a good time when they were together. So the mom would always buy them McDonald's. And so as a kid, as a nine-year-old, 10-year-old, getting McDonald's is, hey, you know, like we're getting food. (laughs) This is great. I'm getting a happy meal. And it's a great experience. And then that happens so often that now as an adult, she gets fast food to feel some form of comfort. She feels some form of love because that's that's what she thought family felt like it felt like let's get fast food we're hanging out you know and all the things that come with it sitting down in front of the tv after you get it or eating in the car or you know having fries when it's a 72 degree day out right those Mm -hmm. things those those things bring back memories for us that were nice and so i would just say whatever whatever that you struggle with the most just sit there and think with yourself, whether it's a journal, whether you're just, uh, I don't know, how else would you do it? Journal or meditation, meditate and think about it. I mean, it's, it's literally guys, it's literally about just taking the time to sit there and be still and like, ask yourself why. Like, yeah. Like just why be do real I do with yourself. Yeah. And like I said, it's not something you can do quickly. Sometimes it's going to take yeah. time and it's going to have, you have to deal with yourself and like bring up things that maybe you don't want to bring up from your past. And that's okay. It takes time, but just asking yourself why you have these feelings or why this is a problem for you, I think is totally fine. And then as I guess what I meant with the goal setting is like, 
is like, how can I, if I have a goal with my health or my food, how can I match what people are doing? Right. So like, if I know that you are doing a great job with your nutrition, how can I mirror some of the things that you say? Like, like you say, have a vegetable, have protein, have fruits and vegetables. How can I incorporate these things slowly into my life? Not comparing myself to you, but how can I use best practices around nutrition and just try to implement them? It's not, it's not going to be something that's super easy, but mm-hmm. just something to, you know, try to match other people who are doing what you want to do mm-hmm. is what I would say. Um, and it feels like a lot, a lot of our clients tend to have their identity wrapped up in food. We were, we were talking the other day about, someone who was talking about how when they're at home, you know, everybody's around, they still live with their parents. And mm. when they're having food, they feel like they're not being a part of the family mm. if they don't participate. And family members can almost make you feel guilty for not participating in the family dinner or the family dessert. or, you know, I can you, can you relate it all? I'm oh, just yeah. No, no, no. Like, I'm, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, they can start saying things like, oh, so-and-so's being healthy. So, you know, yeah. they're not going to have what we're going to have. And they can, they can make someone feel really bad about themselves for yeah. trying to do a good thing instead of the opposite, which is be like supportive of that person. Yeah. <laughs> right. You would want that, but. And most of the time it's just because that person knows that they shouldn't be having these behaviors as well Mm -hmm. and they don't want to deal with themselves. So they're like, well, I know I probably shouldn't have a second helping of whatever. So I'm going to make Nicole over here feel bad for what she's doing. Then it takes it off of themselves. Yeah. It has nothing to do with that person in the moment. It has everything to do with like them not doing things that they know they need to do. And that's something that you have to keep in mind. If you, if you get yourself in these situations where your family is giving you a hard time or, you want to show up differently somehow just know whatever their reaction is it's not so much about you right it's about how they feel about themselves and you know it's it's not your true self it's how they feel about themselves and you know anybody who is trying anybody who out there is trying to accomplish something or trying to strive for something isn't going to bring someone else down for striving for something it's only people who are not doing anything with themselves or feel negatively towards themselves for some reason. Just remember, it's not about you. So keep that in mind and empathize with them because when they say things like that, it means they're hurting in some form or fashion. Mm-hmm. And that always makes me feel better because it's like, oh, it's not me. You just have something you got to deal with. Mm-hmm. And uh, it makes me not so emotionally reactive. It just kind of calms me down and says, Oh, it's not about me. Like, don't freak out right now. It's not an issue because it's not about me. Anyway. Um, so that's always comforting when I get in those situations. Yeah. And remember, you're just not, you're not your family, right? You, you are part of the family, but your identity isn't wrapped up in food behaviors and traditions. And you are you because you want to try to get better. And it's okay to show up differently to your family. And a lot of clients have a hard time in those situations because they're not confident within themselves. And for me, I know for a lot of people, the biggest way to start building confidence in those situations is to keep the promises to yourself. So if you know that you're going to go to a family dynamic or a friend dynamic, and you know, you set a goal for yourself for that week to only have two drinks or to 
only eat fast food once a week. Once you begin to keep those promises with yourself, you then tend to feel much more confident within yourself because you can start, you can say to yourself that I did the thing that I said I was going to do and you're less likely to just conform to what everybody else is saying. So try to set a small goal with yourself every day. Um, one of my favorite people I follow is this holistic psychologist and she does all this inner child work and stuff. And she just says, keep one promise to yourself because if you can keep just one promise to yourself every single day, it tends to snowball it snowball effect into something bigger. And you begin, you get to be this confident person that always keeps to their word, not only to everybody else, but more importantly to yourself. So you get in a tough situation. You now have the confidence because you've been working on yourself for a week, a month, five years, and you now can say no and know that it's not about you when someone else responded, responds negatively. And that's a hard one. Mm. It's a hard one with friends and family because you want to feel like you're a part of this group. And if you show up differently, are you going to be out? Are you going to be ostracized out of that group? Are you going to be looked upon differently? And no, of course not. You're the same person that you are. You just want to show up differently. And if they can't understand, yeah, that's ask yourself, like, is it good for me to be around these people? And not saying that you don't love them, but is this the right thing for me based on what I actually want? And then you got to deal with, like, what do I actually want? So, you know, it becomes one big circle. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, what I would say is if you guys are going to start something, just try to keep a small promise to yourself. Like when it comes to a food habit, if you know you're going to go into a situation with your friends or family, say, I'm going to try to stick to, to this rule, two drink max. Um, I'll have a vegetable at whatever restaurant I go to. I will just do something that, We'll get you a little bit closer to your goals. We don't, obviously don't know what your goal is at the moment, but yeah, just stick to one little thing. And uh, if you mess up, okay, oh well, you messed up next time. But that would be my advice. Stick to one little small promise to yourself and just remember that it's not always you that people are worried about. It's a, it's their inner pain within themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's your advice advice. to deal with family, friend dynamic? My advice is just sit down and start spending time with yourself and thinking about these things. Um, I think just looking at who we've talked to about this type of, um, this type of question or this just type of reflection, the people that we've, you know, helped and stuff and come in contact with, it's been a question that, these people didn't even think about ever before. So I know there's probably more people out there that have not thought about this, you know, and I just, I would challenge everyone who hasn't to really take the time to just sit down for, even if it's just five minutes a day, like before you go to bed at night, like (laughs) just take five minutes and sit there and just think, you don't even have to write anything down. You're tired from your day. That's fine. Just sit there and think before you close your eyes. What are you struggling with? You know, and, start asking yourself those tough questions. Why am I struggling with this? What is there any type of connection to when I was a kid um, and this type of situation used to happen or I used to feel the same type of way? Uh, so just start asking yourself um, 
real questions and give yourself time to think about it. You don't have to come up with an answer right then and there, but at least it's something in the back of your head that you're really starting to, you know, be honest with yourself about and think about. Yeah. Pick your pain point. See how it goes. All right, you guys, family dynamics and friend dynamics. So I hope this helps a little bit. I know it's something that a lot of our clients deal with. So, yeah. And we deal with it too. We deal with it too. And it's still ongoing forever. So uh, that's it for today. That's a wrap. Hang in there. Stay hard. 75 hard. I'm on <laughs> day. Uh, what day is it? What day is it, Bay? 46? Day 46. 46. Day 46 out of 75. So we're coming for you, November. About one month left. One month left. How far along is it, baby? How far along you? Um, 27 weeks tomorrow. 27 weeks. So I thought my third trimester was the beginning of the 27, but it's actually next Friday. Jamie's been saying she's been on the third trimester for like six months now. She's like, ah, I think for it's the last months. month. six months. Okay. <laughs> no, for like two weeks, I just got confused. It's my yeah. first time. Give me a break. It's my first time with a baby in the belly. So. <laughs> All right, you guys, stay out of trouble. Love you. Stay hard. See y'all later. Yeah.